get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Some news to pass along for the Cardinals before their doubleheader today. They have activated Austin Gomber from the injured list. They have optioned Ryan Meisinger to their training site down in Springfield. Jake Woodford going to be their 29th man for the doubleheader against the Cubs. Also, this news coming from Derek Gould. Johan Oviedo, the young Cardinals prospect, the pitcher, Coming up to join the Cardinals in the next few hours. We'll talk about all of this with our guy Danny Mack. He's the Cardinals broadcaster and host of Scoops with Danny Mack weekdays from 10 to 11 o'clock right here on 101 ESPN. Dan, we appreciate the time today, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing great. I, it just seems like we were with each other. We were, in fact. It's crazy how this works. So let's start with the news of Johan Oviedo coming up because, Dan, he's an exciting young pitcher. Uh, his stuff is incredible. He is a massive human being. Do you think that this guy is going to be able to stick in the bigs, and what does he bring to the Cardinals roster? Well, as you mentioned, big body. I mean, he looks the part. And I think you remember BK and Ribs when I was talking to you guys at spring training. This is the one that I was so excited about at the very beginning of spring training. Do you remember that? I do, yes. Yeah, I I said, this is the guy that I could see, you know, maybe at the end of the summer if it's a normal season and he has a good uh, 2020, you know, uh, minor league season that here's another one of those guys going back to like a Trevor Rosenthal and Carlos Martinez when you hear about them and you, you kind of follow the minor leagues if you're a fan and all of a sudden, boop, he appears in a major league game and you're excited because you, you hear about his stuff. He was really impressive in spring and I'm excited. Now, what does that mean when he makes his debut? Who knows? You know, sometimes guys go out there and and you don't know what to expect. But I'm just telling you, he looks the part. So I'm excited to see. Long-term future, my guess would be starter. Short-term future, anybody that's got an arm in the Cardinals organization, we needed to cover innings. That's what they need. They need guys to cover innings. So we'll see how they want to play this thing out. But, man, I'm excited. He's a young talent. And, again, like I said, looks the part. He's probably 6'5", 6'6", kind of cut up. Uh, in really good shape, throws hard, good stuff. So, again, I keep using the word excited, and that's what I am. Danny, uh, Paul Goldschmidt uh, having some success at the plate here recently. Although he's not tearing the cover off the ball, he's still getting some hits and creating a little bit of offense. What are you seeing from him lately? Professional hitter. I mean, we you know, we, we use that term a lot. 
Um, last six games, he's, you know, got a 400 average. And, you know, the first five games before the shutdown, he was six for 19. Now he's eight, eight for his last 20 with a home run. He's finding a way. You know, Jim Edmonds has talked about it during the broadcast. If you look at the lower half, real quiet. And when Paul is, is not at his best, he, he jumps a little bit. You can see he's off balance. I think he's opened up his stance a little bit. I also think he's off the plate a little bit more. Now, that may be a byproduct of that when guys didn't have a chance to face live pitching and all of a sudden you're facing guys that, you you know, you, you haven't been able to, to really see anything, you know, and you had 17 days off. So you move off the plate, you open up, and not to say that you're cheating, but you're just making sure that you can get around on a fastball. Um, I think it's a smart move by him, at least to the naked eye. That's what I'm seeing. Haven't had a chance to talk to him, texted back and forth a little bit, but nothing about baseball. That's what I'm seeing, just making an adjustment to try to get the barrel through the zone and finding a way to try to connect, not strike out. And that's what I'm seeing right now, barrel to the ball. You know, the Cardinals right now are a team that uh, they, they, they have the league's worst offense at the moment in terms of run per game, runs per game. They're 30th in Major League Baseball. So they've, they've got to try to find a way to get offense, and he's kind of the main guy that you look towards as they, um, you know, just try to get their feet under him after that long layoff. Dan McLaughlin joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. The Cardinals lineup for the first game of the doubleheader is out. That's a 120 first pitch, which you'll see on Fox Sports Midwest with Danny Mack. Colt Wong batting leadoff, Tommy Edmonds second. Paul Goldschmidt is your DH today batting third. Matt Carpenter is going to play a little first base. My guy Brad Miller is batting fifth and playing third. Tyler O'Neill back in the lineup after getting a late scratch yesterday, batting sixth in left field. Dexter Fowler, seventh in right. Dylan Carlson is batting eighth and playing in center field. And Matt Wieters is your catcher batting ninth. I wanted to ask you about Carlson, Danny Mac, because it's been a slow start for him in terms of the overall production. You mentioned this last night on the broadcast, lots of hard outs for him. What have you seen thus far from Dylan Carlson? He's left 12 men on base. He's come up to the plate already four times with the bases loaded. And in those plate appearances, over-anxious. The other times, quiet at the plate. Uh, I like his at-bats, to be honest with you. I didn't like the, what I saw last night. I thought he was over-anxious. But loud outs, especially in the series against the White Sox. I thought in the doubleheader against the Cubs, a couple of hard-hit outs. Uh, got robbed by the shift. If you want to call it robbed, I guess we shouldn't anymore. That's just the way the game is played. He's going to be fine. Um, you know, his track record is that he hits the ball, hits the ball hard. And if you notice what he does, and the kind of the knock on him was that exit velocity, especially when he was a prospect at times, you know, when he was drafted, exit velocity wasn't a big thing for him, which obviously is a big thing that you look at when you draft players. But one thing that he does, and now it's developed that he does have good exit velocity, but he keeps the barrel of the bat through the zone a long time, and that's something that you cannot teach. It, it gets developed at times, but he does that beautifully. He doesn't get overly fooled, and it's just, you know, he's a young guy. He's, I'm sure he's got a lot of nerves. The, the fact that they can move him to left, to center, to right is, is great. He gives the, the, the management team, Mike Schilt, uh, flexibility in terms of being able to get guys in and out of the rost- uh, of the lineup with their roster. So I think he's going to be fine. Um, it, you know, obviously the numbers aren't there offensively, but uh, love the way he takes it at bat. And if a couple of those balls drop, one would have been a home run on a normal day at, at the White Sox ballpark. So not overly concerned with um, the fact that he's off to a little bit of a slow start. 
and you look at a doubleheader today, let's say he gets four hits, and all of a sudden he's hitting 250 to 275, and we're not talking about it. So I thought his at-bats with the bases loaded have been a little over-anxious, which is to be understood. He's 21, but for the most part, he's been fine. All right, Danny, uh, Dylan Carlson, certainly a young talent. I want to talk about another young talent here, Jack Flaherty. This guy, um, he's been resting, <laughs> I guess you'd call it. He's been forced to not be able to get back on the pitching mound for a while. What do we expect from Jack Flaherty today? I mean, obviously this guy's a stud. He's your number one guy, but he also hasn't been able to get on the mound at all. Yeah, it, that, that to me is the big question, Ribs, going into this doubleheader. And we just don't know because um, we're not privy to be able to, to talk to Mike or Mike Maddox or really even to Jack how deep he can go into this game. And, you know, you, you got to be ultra careful with a talent like this. Now, I, I would I would stress to him that strikeouts, <clears throat> uh, while you love them, they're, they, they can be a little overrated going into this game. So I, I would think they'd be super conservative with one of their most prized possessions. So he really paced himself. If you look in the opener uh, against the Pirates, which opening day was almost a month ago, and he tried to get quick out. So I, I went back and looked at what he did. 18 of the 27 batters that he faced ended their plate appearance in three pitches or less. 21 of the 27 ended in four pitches or less. And four of the 27 he faced saw a three-ball count. So if he's going to go deep into the game today, that's got to be the idea. He's got to pound the strike zone with strikes. He can't be picking. He's got to be ultra-aggressive if he wants to go deep into the game. And I'm sure that's what they're stressing to all their pitchers with trying to get through 14 innings and with a bullpen that's been taxed and with guys that haven't thrown a lot and you don't really know what they were able to do as they were locked down in their hotel rooms and how much were they able to throw once they got out of there. Um, and that's the, the thing in baseball. It's not like just being able to go out there and go. you got to build up pitchers. So Flaherty, they're going to be ultra-conservative. But I'm sure the idea with him is, hey, man, just pound the strike zone as much as you can. Stay in there as long as you can. But we're, we, they, I'm sure they have a pitch count in mind. What that may be, we don't know. Like, Kim was around 60 pitches. He got to 57, and they got him right out of there. I'm not even sure they're going to go that deep with Jack. So I would assume it's got to be around 40 to 50. That would be my guess. It, would, it wouldn't surprise me if they went a little longer. It might a little bit, too. But it's also a little bit of the eye test as you watch him here today. Last question that I've got for you, Dan. Tommy Edmonds batting second again today. So far this year, just hasn't been the same production out of him. A 170 batting average on the year, getting on base 24% of the time. And the underlying numbers are not suggesting that th this is an unlucky start for him. He just hasn't been hitting the ball very hard. What have you seen from Tommy Edmond that is different than what we saw from him a year ago? And do you think at some point we could see him maybe drop in the batting order if these struggles continue? What I'm seeing is that he's not hitting anything that's not a fastball. Um, I mean, literally, he does not have a hit against anything that isn't a fastball. His average against a curve, a slider, and a changeup is zero. So when you're watching these at-bats today, and if you are paying attention to these games, you're seeing slider after slider after slider, changeup, elevated fastball. And so when he's getting a base hit, it's, a, it's off the fastball. And so in 2019... Um, you know, he was seeing probably about 60 to 65% fastballs against him, and he would do some damage there. Now, he could do a little damage against the off-speed, but now in 2020, the league has made the adjustment. He's seen about 50% fastballs, but a lot of them 
or out of the zone, and everything else is off speed. So he's going to have to make that adjustment, BK, and that's what I'm seeing. He's going to have to make the adjustment against off speed. So when you're watching today, see how many breaking pitches he gets. And if he does get a fastball, many times it's outside the zone. And if he gets one inside the zone, he can't take it. He's got to make some damage with it. He's Danny Mack. You'll see him coming up here in just about an hour and a half as the Cardinals take on the Cubs for a doubleheader up in Chicago. You can watch the game on Fox Sports Midwest. You can hear Danny Mack every weekday from 10 to 11 o'clock with scoops with Danny Mack on 101 ESPN. Dan, we always appreciate the time, man. We're looking forward to the game today. Enjoy it, and we'll talk with you soon. Always great to visit, guys. Looking forward to it, too, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. You got it. That's Danny Mac joining us here on 101 ESPN.